Your Honor, I oppose. It's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you now every Tuesday and Thursday. Today is Tuesday, June 13th, and I'm Paris Nicholson, at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson Berry, at M. Judson Berry on socials. And let's get into these headlines. Today, Bestie, did you fuck up? Don't worry, just write it off as a canon event. We get into the Spider-Man-inspired trend. Then, what type of type of girl are you? You know, like, what type of beach girl or makeup girl or party girl? We break down the starter pack adjacent craze. And finally, break up with him. And then after you do, jump on this trend and tell us all the deeds. All this breaking social media news and more coming up next on The Social Dose. But first, a message from our sponsors. (gasps) Who's it going to be this time? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And we're back. Michaela We're deep in Pride at this point. We are deep into Pride Month. How has that been going for you? Great. I kicked it off at Stonewall, which was a great event. It felt like a very appropriate place to go to. Of course. Appropriate place to begin Pride. Paris, how about you? How's your Pride going? Pretty good. Honestly, after the FDA made the post about energy shots and poppers, it's really (laughs) been all uphill since that. Did you see this on their official Instagram page? You sent it to me. They were, yeah, of course I did. They were literally like, this five-hour energy looks deceptively like this bottle of poppers. Don't drink poppers or you could die. But they're also not saying don't huff poppers because technically it's legal because it's like a VCR cleaner. Yeah. I had a poppers phase with this one guy I dated. I'm not a huge fan, but I'm also not a huge fan of five-hour energy. So I will not be worried about this. Michael, yeah. have you ever drunk poppers? No, I can't say I have. Uh, But again, I'm not good at jumping on bandwagons. I've never eaten a Tide Pod. I've never (laughs) done... um, Oh, what was the one that made people eat people's faces? Bath salts. I was not there for that. Um, I missed out on all these, so I'm not surprised. But I also am not a fan of these five-hour energy, like, super rush drink energy shots. It can't be good for you. uh, They just make me shaky. I tried one on a drive once when I was really tired, and I was like, I got to power through. And all it did was, like, make me shake and lose focus of the road. It just made things worse. Like, I thought I was stroking out. I probably would be better just drinking poppers. They probably, I would probably have a better reaction. (laughs) Honestly, honestly. yeah. Plus, you'd probably have to shit immediately, which would make you drive faster. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) I just can't believe that the FDA felt the need to... To I actually know. put this out there. It that felt homophobic. Like, I can't justify how that makes sense, but I'm like, just... I don't think that's homophobic. I think it's them watching out. I think this was a cheeky gay intern who thought this was funny. I think so. And I think you that know. cheeky gay intern is a homophobe. No! <laughs> <laughs> you think there's a cheeky gay intern at the FDA? I hope that's true. I sincerely hope so. Like, his name is David, and he, like, sits in a corner and he's like, mm, do we want to pass this drug or this drug? I don't know. Is it cute? And that drug was Ozempic. (laughs) This just in. You can thank me for becoming a stupid bitch, because if I didn't, our universe would have collapsed. That's because my becoming a stupid bitch was a canon event. 
and social media users everywhere are discovering the canon events in their lives. Here's MJB with more. Yes, so this canon event trend has been going around thanks to the new Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse movie. Don't worry, there will be no spoilers uh, because, frankly, I haven't haven't seen seen the movie. (laughs) (laughs) But I've heard it's really good. Exactly. This is a great example of like, you don't have to know what the origin story was of this. People have been making canon events posts of those moments in your life uh, that are just those life-changing moments, much like Spider-Man getting bitten by the spider, or I assume that's what this is referring to. Do you know what this is actually referring to from the film? It's like a multiverse movie, so it's like all different timelines. So I think it's giving very like butterfly effects starring Ashton Kutcher, where like you make one choice in this timeline and it has all these ripple effects. Uh So like a canon event is something that like has to happen, otherwise everything goes out of whack. Yes. It's like a thing like like the like Abraham Lincoln being shot at the thing is probably like a canon event for history because like if that never happened, it would throw everything out of whack. I was trying to think of any other presidential ones. JFK getting shot is probably also a canon event. I think anytime a president was assassinated is probably a canon event. That would the, definitely be. Yeah, but probably. <laughs> Um, they're slightly less political. And there's a fun one from at Elise.Catherine, Catherine with a K, uh, who did one of these. And the music under it is really fun. It's sort of like this haunting music that goes with, I imagine, a Spider-Man movie. And it's her standing there thinking, and the caption on it is, me, when I see a bi-theater girl fall for a gay man. And then in parentheses, I can't interfere. It's a canon event. It's her looking and then going, and just running out of frame. And it's so true. You you can't can interject in those relationships. I was literally just talking to someone and she, sp- she was like, I spent so much of my high school and college years dating gay men and helping them just find themselves. Yeah. So she was witness to many canon events. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you see something like, like that happening and like you being from like your own timeline, you're like, oh, I know how this is going to end. Let me stop them. But you yeah. mustn't intervene with a canon event. Otherwise, things just get worse. Yeah. Uh, and that's like the other one that we saw from at uh, GeoRotten333, who was a similar, like, watching a canon event being I can't get involved. This one was me watching the young gay boy starting to idolize the movie Mean Girls and changing his personality to match Regina George. I can't interfere. It's a canon event. And it's like, no, don't be <laughs> Regina. But it's like, ah, you have to go through this phase. We all did it, Michael. I did it. I know that. Oh, I never <laughs> went through Regina George. I went through a Miss Scarlet from Clue phase Ooh. where I just bobbed my hand around a lot saying a candlestick? What's this for? And then sort of like right <laughs> Running around the house because she was the fastest one of the bunch, and that's why I liked her. She and Michael, in- when do we anticipate this phase ending? Uh, I'm guessing um, when I'm somewhere in my mid 60s. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, what would you say would be like the canon events in your own life? A canon event for me, oh, was seeing Beauty and the Beast in Toronto when I was five years old and seeing the candle. It all comes back to candlesticks, honestly. Oh my God. Um, And seeing the candlestick and thinking one day, I want to be just like him. And it became, as I've gotten older, very multi-layered. At first, as a kid, it was, I just want to be an actor and be on stage and sing songs and wear fabulous clothes. But also, when you look into the candlestick a lot, I think I I wanted to be a lot more than just that. You wanted wanted to be be French and gay. Yes, basically. (laughs) Wee wee. Um, so I'd say that was probably the first big canon event, aside from just literally being born. How about you? Wow. Being born is a canon event. That, in yes. fact, one we can all relate to. It might be the <laughs> canon event. It is the <laughs> canon event. Yeah. Your birth is your first canon event, listeners. Yeah. Um, 
Mine would probably be when I was at SeaWorld in the early 90s. I was maybe like five or six years old. And there's like a a part where you run up, you like it was like the Orca show. It was like all the kids run up to the glass and like the like Shamu, as they called him, was gonna splash everybody or whatever. So like I ran down there. I was so excited. My mom stayed back at her seat. And I just had the biggest smile on my face. I was like, I'm so ready to get splashed by this huge whale. I didn't know that whales, even though they look like they're in a pool, are actually in salt water because I was six. So my eyes were wide open, Diva. I got doused and douched with salt water from this whale. I wept. I was blinded. I was crying, trying to climb back up to the stairs to find my mother. Couldn't find her. Haven't seen her since. And I feel like that really set off the trajectory of my life. It sounds like you're still searching. Wait, I have another one. Ooh, okay. Okay, this one's worse. And this is definitely an overshare. <gasps> but when I, and I'm going to try to make this so brief. When Don't. I was in summer camp, it was like a day camp. We would go to this lake, Burling game in Rhode Island. And the lake was like warm and kind of yellow. So everybody was like, the lake is pee. This one girl fainted and an ambulance had to come and take her away. The rumor was amongst all the children that an electric eel had electrocuted her because she was peeing in the lake. And the electricity traveled through her pee stream underwater. And that's how she died. And we don't even know if she died. Uh, so everyone was saying, you can't pee in the lake, otherwise you'll be taken out by an ambulance, which we had all just witnessed. So uh-huh. I had to pee so bad. And I was running for my life to get out of this lake and get to the the bathroom. And But it was like a campground lake. So everything was like wood chips and gravel and rocks and my little bare feet. I was just running as fast as I could over like glass and knives. I finally get to the first bathroom. I get on my tippy toes to try and reach up to the urinal with my little ween. And I pull my ween up and like over. But as I move it up, I accidentally pee and pee all in my eyes, face and mouth in public for everyone to see. Once again, blinded, running back over the wood chips and into the lake so I can just hold myself underwater for an indefinite amount of time until everyone that saw that has died. And to this day, I don't use urinals. What? That's a canon event. And I have the opposite of a piss kink. I have a piss phobia. (laughs) Oh my God. As Jamie Lee Curtis would say, that just sounds like trauma. It was, bitch. Okay. Friends, besties, if you have any um, fun canon events that you would like to share that we could share potentially on the show, please share. Or on this note, if you have any other fun camp stories, because those can also (laughs) just be great and often be canon stories without you even realizing it. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't realize until today that this was a canon event. If only I could go back and change it. If I could turn back time and not pee in my eyes. <laughs> maybe I would stand up now at the urinal. Ew. Anyway, um, sorry, that, that should have ended halfway through. We'll get back into the trending news after this quick break. Paris, you can go pee now. Oh, thank God. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? (laughs) Some peasant Coke? No. 
Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Okay, I peed. Oh, welcome back. Do you feel better? <laughs> Did you get no. it in the... <laughs> was there a splash zone warning? Ew, not the splash zone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we are not here to yuck anyone's yums. The days of polyvore are long gone, but the urge for the girlies to make cute little collage slideshows about what type of mushrooms they are remains. The new Which Girl Are You trend is filling the void in our hearts, put there by the end of scrapbooking unit in Home Ac. Paris explains. That's right, besties. If you remember like the starter packs trend in like 2015, 2017-ish, like remember like the basic bitch starter pack where it'd be like the Starbies, the scrunchie, the little turtle bracelet. Um, It's very much that. It has the same energy as that trend. It's just kind of taken a new form in the form of TikTok, obviously. Um, And also remember Polyvore where girls would just like curate old aesthetics in like the Tumblr era. This is very Tumblr era coming back to us. Did you see what type of rat girl are you? From user at Umgabi. Rat girl summer. Yeah, rat girl summer. And I, I have to say, I'm all about the rat girl summer. I've been eating so much potato salad. Okay. Oh. What? (laughs) She gave us permission. Okay. No, but I just think potato salad's gross. Oh, I love potatoes. Anything like mayonnaise or gravy driven, I'm there for it. Gravy, yes. Mayonnaise, no. Okay, <laughs> tell me about the rat girls. Which one are you? I feel like I'm a flying squirrel. I could see. What's in the flying squirrel one? What comes with being a flying squirrel? Flying squirrel says, has the heart of a rat, but always flying to party abroad. And everyone's like, how? But also respect. <laughs> I see that. I mean, I don't travel a lot, but the energy is like a cute little wraparound skirt, a glass of champagne or a martini, a little glossier gloss, and then just like a hotel bathrobe, a passport, and a cloche. Cloche mm. energy is how I'm trying to live. At first, I was drawn to the classic rat, which is, you know, a tank top, Starbucks, Red Bull, bruised legs, a mini skirt, a broken phone <laughs> screen, and Taco Bell. But they lost, and Snapchat is very much open. Um, they lost me at Taco Bell though, because I can't, I can't do Taco Bell. I can actually relate to that one. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I think, I think I'm the mouse right here. It says a former rat, but it's sometimes in hiding these days because of a boyfriend or job or an internship, summer school, something. Basically, she's after that cheddar still though. Oh, bitch, um, that's me too, actually. We are retired rats. We are now field mice. These are a lot of fun. Definitely go check out at um, Gabby, U-M-G-A-B-I, and go through all of these and decide for yourself what kind of girly or rat you are. You never know who you might identify with. You may surprise yourself. You really never know. But now, (laughs) let's do it gay. Let's identify the different types of gays. Top of mind for me, top of mind for me is Uh Disney gays, for sure. What would that come with? That's going to come with your Mickey Mouse ears. It's going to come with your season pass to Disney, whatever. It's going to come with, like, probably a Crocs, I think. It's going to come with, like, a gross, impotent little baby voice in bed, probably. Okay, so what no else? judgment on this. Oh, I uh, hate Disney games. <laughs> the, the first, and then you Disney villain laughed at that. <laughs> uh, 
The first one that sprung to mind for me is not an obvious genre, because I think a lot of us already know what would probably be in a bear pack, right? It would probably uh-huh. be like denim shorts with some sort with no shirt. Flannel. The, flannel, Oil. you know. Um, probably a beer, you know, a some sort of food. But they're like, and a big hug. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, but anyway, the one that sprung to mind for me was the dolphin. I don't know if this is as common. Are you I learned drag what me? this No. Well, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> you'll identify with it. Uh, this I learned when I was I was in London. I met this British guy and he was like, I'm we were talking about types. And I was like, I don't know what I am. I don't fall. I'm too big for an otter. I'm not I don't know what I am. And he was like, Well, I'm a dolphin. And he said it like that too, like sort of sultry. And I was like, what? The fuck what, is that? How so? And he was like, Well. I'm tall and I have no body hair and I'm very slick. Okay, then and, that's literally me. And but also like, and he was slightly barrel chested. And I looked at him, I was like, oh. he actually is kind of built like a dolphin standing up. Mm. So for me, the dolphin pack comes with a pretentious British accent because it was very the way he did it. It was very like Severus Snape type of voice, lugubrious. Yes, yeah. so with like a lot of hair product, a mm. perfectly done suit, a perfectly tailored suit. Oh, the dolphin's Probably in a, a suit. martini, but mm. also like a towel in the back because he was just wet, you know? Mm. Always a little damp. He's a little damp. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But what about an, an undersung type of gay? And I've uh-huh. recently been sort of unpacking these kinds of gays, but like the sort of like back swamp gays, like what? almost like the Tiger King gays. Think of like oh. the the more like mask, like identifying sort of gays that grew up in a in like an area or like a place where they kind of had to put on more masculine things like getting into hunting and like sports fishing and that kind of shit, but then uh-huh. are still total dick pigs. Mm. I think that's a really important type of gay. You know, it's gonna yeah. come with like um some wading boots, probably uh-huh. like a cheap, nasty beer. Um yeah. no box spring. No. A weird grinder hookup and like it kind of smells like trash. Uh-huh. But also like big dick. No trimming whatsoever. All not like never trimmed a pube in their life. The crocodile pen, the chicken coop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of chicken coop, real quick, chicken wars ongoing. We've added animals. Real quick. I'm gonna digress for a hot moment. This just in. This just in. The chicken wars on TikTok are not over. If you listen to us regularly, you know we talked about chicken wars before. I got very excited about it. Uh, The chicken wars are ongoing. Uh, We have now added elephants into the mix. Cattle wars, flamingos, crabs. Um, There are many animals competing in this chicken war. So it's, it's still going. It's still going on TikTok and it has gone beyond many things. Just go to TikTok, put in chicken wars and see the fun that comes up. I'm a little nervous for the people that brought in the elephants because elephants are smarter than us. So, I mean, really who's in charge with who there? We promised an update. That's the update. Okay, back to the gays and what their travel packs are. What about the older gay? And it comes with like sensible you. shoes. Me, it's sensible Judy shoes. A Judy Garland vinyl. A Julie Garland vinyl. A candlestick. Um, <laughs> a candlestick. Lots of Liza Minnelli quotes just in their brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a feather boa. There's probably a feather boa or at least like whimsical sunglasses. Every playbill um, they've ever collected. But also Metamucil and ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. And um, did we say a practical shoe? I said a practical shoe and probably like an older single female friend who dresses exactly the same and she helps you get from A to B. Yeah. Also like maybe a haunted mansion. A haunted mansion? I feel like all old show queens live in a haunted mansion. 
I've never thought about that, but I want to watch this TV show now. Don't you think? They have like a piano with a candelabra on it. Oh, so they're like an old queen with a budget. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they have their townhouse on the Upper East Side. Well, eventually, all gays get rich. Very few gays die poor. Is the, is, are those the rules? Because Yeah, we're upwardly mobile. We tend to not have children. We tend to make more money than other oh. people. Gays oh, are highly fuck. successful. There's still hope for me yet. There is, Michael. You will die in an old Victorian mansion. I promise. Well, that's the goal. That and really is the goal. That's a promise. <laughs> Another Disney villain laugh. Why are you spooky today? I don't know. I did see The Little Mermaid and I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> that's enough of the gays. Pride's over. And after all that bullshit, it's time for another quick little break. And we're back. We've all been dumped before, but thanks to modern technology, we don't need to go through that heartbreak alone. We can share it with thousands of others online. The latest example of this masochism on Maine, this Twitter thread titled, What's the worst way you ever got dumped? Paris, report. That's right, Michael. This is a lovely little Twitter thread shared by user at Shannon Woodard. It came around about June 5th. It now has 46 million views, 213 retweets, 7,232 quotes, and over 2,000 likes. Uh, These are great. Everyone is sharing their saddest stories of breakups. Let's start with the first one. From our friend on Twitter, Joe is Millers. Joe said this, middle school, middle of the courtyard, Valentine's Day, presents ready for him in hand. He comes up to me, puts his hand on my shoulder, said, it's over, and walked away. Never told me why, ruined love for me forever. Damn, Joe. That's actually not that bad. <laughs> I mean, you could have been I, ghosted. But the, that's true, but I love how the creator commented on this, not the shoulder pat. The like, shoulder pat is really the, that's the... The killing that blow. Me, that hurts. <laughs> like, that, I can feel that. It's over. It's over. <laughs> it's not me. It's you. It's uh, very much you. That's what the shoulder pack conveys. At Shannon Woodard, again, with the great comment on this, this creator, she's, I, I love her. Um, because at Cheryl Morio 05, Moreau, sorry, uh, commented a poorly written poem. And the creator comments with, the baiku. Oh my god. A baiku is a so bai-ku. funny. Like a goodbye haiku. A baiku. Baiku. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, but then wait, somebody tracked it down. Or no, wait, this is just a baiku that somebody included yeah. from at Earbox. It says, It's not you, it's me. Ha ha, babe. I'm just kidding. It's totally you. <laughs> That's a good haiku. That's, That's actually a good not baiku. a That's a good baiku. <laughs> okay, Michael, our producers have a game for us. Yes. It's called Breakup or Made Up. Our social scientists have put together a list of breakup scenarios. We'll have to guess if these breakups actually happened. Breakup! Or if they're totally made up. Made up! All right, Michael, here's the first one. Okay. My friend once saw that her boyfriend was with one of her sorority sisters on Snapchat Maps. She was like, do you think they're fucking? And I was like, no way. Then he called her and was like... I just fucked so-and-so and we're breaking up. Oh, God. Oh, no. Um, This kind of sounds like that thing that happened on TikTok. Remember when they were, like, watching the video or whatever and they, like, saw one of the girl's boyfriends talking to some other girl on a video? I actually don't remember what I'm talking about. 
Oh, I know what you're talking about. We, right? yes, yes. I think you decided after the fact that you thought it was staged though. Yeah, I did. I did decide that that was staged. Okay, but do you think, do you think this really happened? I have to read this again because I got distracted when I heard sorority sisters on Snapchat maps and I was like, Snapchat maps. I, okay, so Snapchat and, maps, like you can go on the map and see where your friends are through Snapchat. That's terrifying. I think this is hilarious and I actually do kind of hope this happened. Really? I yeah. would love to believe that this man came right out with the truth and said, hey, I just fucked this person, let's break up. Um, because that's what you should do if you do make that sort of decision. But yeah. I don't believe a man had the the balls to oh. actually own up to it. So I think this one's fake. Break up! Oh my God, it really happened? It <sighs> happened. Oh. Look, Paris, there are good men out there who when they cheat, they tell you. That's how you know it's a quality man. There's hope yet. <laughs> There's hope for humanity yet. Okay, you got the second one? Okay. Situation numero dos. One time, a guy sent me flowers and in the card said he was breaking up with me. Ugh. I think this is real. That just this feels is... mean. No, that's a courtesy. That's a courtesy. To send somebody beautiful fl- breakup flowers? Yeah. It, well, would you rather be broken up with... No flowers or with flowers? I don't know. I feel like I'd rather be broken up with like a Cheesecake Factory gift certificate. Like okay, somewhere well, where I can like one. properly <laughs> like get into my sorrows. I feel like flowers, I'm just gonna be like, well, these are pretty and then they're gonna die and I'm gonna be sad twice. I It'll think it's be like, like a nice courtesy and I wanna believe that this is true. What about you? Okay. I don't believe this is true. I'm gonna say false. Okay. Made up. Oh my God, this never happened? Somebody somewhere did this. (laughs) I mean, maybe somewhere somebody did this, but not within our little group of of folks. Damn. Ah, This is a good idea though. This is a good way to break up. I support this. (laughs) Okay. Situation three. I one time broke up with a guy, said we'd keep in contact only to flee the country not 24 hours later and leave him unread to this day. This has to be real. Wow. Also, like, well done literally leaving the country. Honestly, yeah. Because also, like, <laughs> we always say, like, oh, we'll keep in touch. Like, I have, an, yeah. I have an ex. I actually don't know if they listen to this, but maybe. I have an ex, and I distinctly remember, like, we broke up, we left, blah, blah, blah. And it was a, like, a, oh, we'll always love each other type of thing. And, uh-huh. like, obviously, like, you feel that for a while. But then, like, you definitely stop feeling that after a while. And, like, he still always sends me, like, memes and bullshit and videos and stuff that I just don't care about. I ended up muting them. I've kind of started blocking them on places. I'm like, I get that you're still in love with me, but, sir, none of these videos are funny. And I wouldn't pee on you if you were on fire. Oh, oh dear. So I appreciate the lie here and then the full commitment to leaving the country. (laughs) I just had a thought, Paris. I was like, even if he was on fire and you tried, would it just go straight into your face anyway? Oh, no. (laughs) I hate you. Nice try. (laughs) I believe this did happen, yes. I do too. Break up! Oh my god, finally. It was our producer, Sunny, that did this. Incredible. Okay. Okay. Uh, Situation number four. My cousin left her then-to-be-husband at the altar after having a mental breakdown when he casually mentioned he didn't want to have pets. Okay, this sounds like something that could have come from a writer's room, but depending on my mental state at any given moment, sounds like me. <laughs> Wait, but I just wondered, when did when did this conversation come up after he said he didn't want to have pets, and, but they broke up on the altar? So, like, was this in his vows where he was like, I vow to love you in sickness and in health unless we have pets, in which case I don't want them. It was like, probably like the night before. It was probably like the rehearsal dinner or something. Or like, oh, that, that would make more sense. And this person was just stewing and, and stewing. Then, 
sent into a spiral. Wow. Because clearly it wasn't just about the pets, you know what I mean? But the pets were indicative. It was a catalyst. It was a trigger. I just wish I was at this wedding. Could you imagine the reception after everyone being like, can you imagine? Like, yes. the family <laughs> gossip after this party would just be so yeah. worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to oh. believe this is true, Michael. What about you? I want to believe this is true, too. Made up. Oh, God damn it. Damn, God that's a good one, it. though. It is a good one. Okay, uh. last one. In college, I thought my boyfriend was proposing, but he actually was breaking up with me to go to Harvard Law School. Bitch, <gasps> this is the premise of Legally Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this oh one's a gag. God, oh my God, you guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh. gonna say this really did happen to my good Judy L. Woods. Or could you imagine if Legally Blonde actually is a true story? Yes, I can. This is what happened to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I want this to be true. Also, I just want to go watch Legally Blonde now and also listen to the Legally Blonde musical soundtrack because I love it. Incredible soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, can we confirm this is a fabrication? Made up. (laughs) This is, in fact, the plot of Legally Blonde. (laughs) (laughs) Paris, do you have an interesting, do you have a breakup story, like a wild breakup story that you would put on this Twitter thread? Not really. I've actually never been broken up with. I broke up with my first college boyfriend because I was like, hi, I lost my virginity to you, and I think we both know you're not going to be the only person I ever have sex with in my life, so let's get started with that. (laughs) Thank you for teaching me how to have sex. Because that's actually, I've always said this, the key is your first person you have sex with, have a ton of sex with them. Have all the different kinds of sex so you can get good at sex and figure out like what you like and what you're into and what you don't like and what works for you. Then when you go out into the single world dating pool, you're just like great at sex. Sage advice. You Mm -hmm. heard it here. Mm -hmm. It's gotten me this far. (laughs) <laughs> got me this and far. look at you. Yeah, and now you're engaged. So clearly you did something right. Mm-hmm. I did someone right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, besties. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us. And don't forget to catch up with us at the thesocialdosepodcast.com. Leave us a voice message or a written message and we'll read it aloud on the show. With that being said, I need to go convince someone to break up with their boyfriend for the plot. And I must continue to sit on a box in a bathroom recording this podcast, which I'm now realizing is a canon event. Perhaps one day I'll buy a chair. Happy scrolling. Happy scrolling. The Social Dose is a Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Daniel Jones-Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. This show is engineered by Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and John Scott. Music by Dom Jones. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>